This program is solely intended for your viewing pleasure. Hello. Hello. <laughs> That's the intro. Yeah, yeah. Right, that's it. Call it call it a day. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Gems of Wrestling podcast. This is the first episode in our chronology of Shotgun Saturday Night, the nightclub era. So this can be a mini series. There's only six episodes. I am Flemeral, the Pressure Gem Professional Wrestling. Alongside me is the, uh, which way's which, Sister Angelica and Mother Smucker. I like, my, yeah, I like that. To okay, my yeah. brother love. Mother Smucker. We have Rusty Pudding. Hello. <laughs> the timing was good. <laughs> and we have Oliver. Hello. No gimmicks needed. <laughs> so what do you know about the Shotgun Saturday Night? Pre-show, what did you know about it? It was... Something. Yeah, it was something. It was something. It was something I saw on like online. I was like, "Well, this is interesting, isn't it?" It is. It and is. it was. It lived up to all my expectations. <laughs> How about you? Did it live up? I, I must admit, when you first sent me it, I was a little bit dubious. Um, and <laughs> after the first five minutes, I was even more dubious. But I was pleasantly surprised. I was by the hooked end of it. within five minutes. No, yeah, was it was. Hooked. I was definitely hooked. Yeah, you know like, those nineties themes. Oh, it's <laughs> that, it's got, that, it, that rock music that didn't stop. It's <laughs> pretty much every trope going. Yeah, I mean, the idea of a certain wrestling show in a nightclub late at night mm, is that a good idea? And your audience is mostly kids, but I thought it was it was worth a try. It was worth an idea. Well, then, yeah, well, it, no, it was it nineties was, though. The audience oh, kids was kids in nineties. No, no, well, no, oh, there. Yeah. Well, towards it, it ninety five, ninety six was kids. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Going into ninety seven, they were trying to be edgy. They were. Was... I mean, it's an obvious attempt at getting that eighteen to thirty. Male demographic that were watching well, ECW. Let's put tits and um, references to porn videos in. Spoilers. Spoilers. Well, I, after, Sorry, after spoilers, I watched spoilers, it, spoilers. it felt like a very precursor to the Attitude Era. Definitely. Like, like you know, it's what Attitude Era started Survivor Series the same year, I'd say, because yeah. obviously that was the big shit with Shawn Michaels and Brad. That was the. This, yeah. That was like. This is like a test little thing. It definitely was a test. It was like trying Pilot. to get ECW fans in. It was. They, they had ECW chance. There was oh, ECW some chance. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically they were hosting at a time where kids couldn't go, couldn't be there. So the only fans they're going to have are 18 to 30. So in that way, that succeeded. Oh, yeah. As I guess the show, so. Was the show yeah. a success? Let's find out. So in a black Hello. Room, <laughs> <laughs> you can leave that in, man. I'll leave some in. <laughs> in a blatant attempt to draw the ECW audience to this show, it was conceived to be an edgy hour in the WWF. Edgy. Edgy. Yeah, edgy because, you know. In the heart of New York City, at any time between 10 and 2 a.m. Not 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. Uh, making sure that only the hardcore fans were going to be there. Yeah. That's the simple yeah. explanation of it. Uh, it's definitely edgy because if Bob, if Bob, Bob, Bob Buckland, there we go. I'll get there in a second. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah. Bob Buckland. Yeah. Bob Buckland. Yeah, get her. 
If, if he says it's edgy, it must be. Basically, must, must be. but spoilers again, we're not even at the show yet. Yeah. Mad. Um, <laughs> it, did, we had, it did give a whole new vibe to the show, to be fair. It was nothing like any other wrestling show. Can we agree on that? Yeah, I guess it, it, it felt like like a house show, but done by a very poor yeah. shit promotion. A small arena. Yeah, yeah I know. Was, I mean, there was like seen, what two hundred people there. We've seen some of like the older, the older like VHSs and stuff like that, and the the commentary in between. Um, it felt a lot like that kind of stuff. I can't wait to talk about Sonny's commentary. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> Sonny and Vince are on commentary, by the way. Oh, I hated it. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty terrible. So WCW was basically taken over as the number one show. WWE was trying to win some audience back. So from the Mirage nightclub in New York, New York, we have an unknown number of clubbers, ravers, and possibly some wrestling fans. <laughs> some. Some wrestling fans. It literally was just a nightclub. They put a wrestling ring in it. Whoever came, came. That is true. So who knows how many wrestling fans were there. We don't even know how many people were there in general. And uh, my OCD for stats is, is is off the chart right now because you can't even judge TV viewers. It was like a syndicated show. Well, this is what I was thinking. It's like, how much money were they made? Well, because it was a syndicated show. I don't know about the attendance, but with syndicated shows, what they do is instead of selling it to one national network, yeah. they sell it to loads of local networks. Oh, right. So they make good money doing it that way, then the local network puts uh, it on that makes as sense. when. That makes sense. So, but that makes it very hard to judge viewing numbers. Yeah. That's why there is no viewing numbers for it. You can't say it was a success or not based on viewers because... Well, I can, we say, I can say if it was a, a success or not. Go on, then. Because it wasn't on, it's not on anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, like you said, though, if it, if it kick-started the Attitude Era, which I, I don't know, for, for me, definitely, is like that's when I really started watching wrestling a lot. Getting and, really and into it, yeah. Yeah, it kind of got... Kickstarted it and it made a, the WWF. Yeah, the WWE. It was what a sample. It, is, you know, it was yeah, a sample. It, this is what we're going to put out. Do you like it? Most people didn't like that particular one, but a few months later, in yeah. that sense, then I'd say it was a success in the long run. I guess so. You know, I guess possibly. so. Yeah. Yeah, there's some logic in there. So a rundown of the current champions. Although I have my doubts that there'll be any. Why do you say like that? Like yeah, what? you you, sound, you you kind of put a little American. Flag. <laughs> yeah, was that was American flag? Yeah, a little yeah. bit, a little bit. <laughs> okay, <I'll> Current champions. Carry on. I'm gonna try again now. With it. I'm self-conscious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just just let me know if I do it American. And I'll All right. Stop. I'll give you a rundown of the current champion. <laughs> Yeah, wrong with that. Wrong with that. Although I doubt there'll be any relevance because this show ain't going to feature any champions. That's a spoiler right there. Really? Um, no, there's no champions in the show. Was not there? this I one? Oh, this I one. All, no, six. Yeah. Before, all six or? Well, no. But before the next episode, we will do a rundown of champions. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Today, oh, yeah, yeah, Especially yeah. with uh, early '97, there was a lot of title changes going on. So currently, Psycho Sid is the WWF champion. Mad. He beat Shawn Michaels in Madison Square Garden on the 17th of November at Survivor Series. Any relevance to you that date? Yeah, it would have been my birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Intercontinental belt is being held by Hunter Hearst Helmsley, who is long past his punishment for the curtain call. I'm saying he was being punished. Oh, yeah. As part of that, nah, he won the Intercontinental title on the uh, 21st of October, 1996, on Monday Night Raw. He beat Mac Miro. So he wasn't punished for that long, really. A couple of months, tops. A lot of people make a big deal about how he got through that and became a champion and he took his punishment. Wait. No, he didn't. I'm confused now. Go on. Because that was the punishment for the current call. Yeah. And obviously Kevin Nash and Razor Roman leaving. Yeah. But... Kevin Ash has got a match on the next weeks. 
Oh, spoilers. Sorry. Kevin Nash hasn't got a match on the next week's. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, okay. Sorry. Got it. Next week's a blast. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> wait to watch this. Looking forward to Diesel next week. Um, <coughs> Glenn Jacobs. <laughs> <laughs> the tag team champions are long-reigning brothers-in-law, the British Bulldog and Owen Hart. Oh, they go. Are they the champions at the moment? They're the current tag team champions. They beat Smoking Guns at Mind Games, which was in... Uh, September 1996 so long reigning champions yeah. four months the women's championship has been deactivated oh it wasn't around for a while was it it wasn't around Alundra Blaze had left uh, the WWF in December the WCW thing she the, went to WCW put it in the bin yeah exactly mm. uh, she left on the 13th of December 1996 and they didn't make her give up the title they just thought ah, it don't matter so five days later she turned up on Nitro and she put the title in the in a bin when did the title come back? It'll be television. Uh, 1998. We are instantly warned that viewer discretion is advised. Greeted by Bob Backlund, who is screaming. Uh, no. He's screaming what? at the fans that are queuing outside, telling them there's sexual activity, there's violence and crime. Yeah, also, it's not right, and it's just, yeah. yeah. Too over the top. It's ridiculous. He claims his decadence, which I've got the uh, meaning for that there, because I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please, give me the meaning for decadence, yeah, yeah, please. Yeah. Have you got a... Got like an Oxford dictionary, like no, I just copied and pasted it. <laughs> oh, all right, our head is go on. Moral or cultural decline is characterized by excessive indulgence in pleasure or luxury. Oh, right, yeah. and that's exactly what Shotgun Saturday Night was, apparently. <laughs> what, really, <laughs> it should be banned, and so should New York City. Like, the whole city should be banned, according to Bob. Banned of what? Um, it's so nonsensical it's ridiculous it's, yeah it was yeah. we all agree on that absolutely ridiculous uh, if this show is going to be edgy then why do we need Bob Backlund who was his first run as champion he was like the all American boy you know he was yeah look at this guy he's a great amateur wrestler he's all American he's wholesome he's telling us that it's going to be edgy like why how old was Bob Backlund then oh that's it he'd be in his 50s what then in 97 He's good. Mm. He looks good for his age, he's, man. He's, he hasn't he's aged a day. You've got to look it up. I'm going to look this one up. He's in, he's in WWE at the moment, isn't he? He is, yeah. And he looks the same. Yeah. Oliver's going to look this up because he doesn't trust me that he was in his 50s. How old was Bob Backlund in 1997? 47. 47. So yeah. three years. All right, yeah, you know, no, okay. I'm happy with that. It's yeah. close enough. Fair enough. Also, I'd just like to point out that as this is an edgy, rebellious show... They've got a police badge as their logo. Nothing says rebellion more than the Lord police. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was like a watermark on the video. No. And I, was, I was like, no, that's that's legit. That is legit police. But I know the, the like the beginning of it. There's a like a shotgun blast through the middle of it. But oh, yeah. it's not like it destroys it. It's still a police badge in form. It's like no, this well, isn't going to be edgy. And I, I seem to remember in the intro itself, there was uh, Sean Michaels at some point was just dancing on a car. Yeah, yeah, uh, just doing a little dance on a car. Doing his, doing his uh, <laughs> sexy boy dance. Probably off his nut. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been off his nut. I wonder if he's going to show up tonight. No. No, no. He might, he might be in the toilets. Spoilers. With, spoilers. Um, no. Spoilers, he doesn't. <laughs> he, didn't go in night, he got beat up in a nightclub once, didn't he? In 1995. Yeah, of course so he did. He probably yeah, didn't yeah. go in nightclubs anymore. Yeah, of course he did. He was dumb. So, I've got a challenge for you two today. Mm. You're going to have to give me a prediction right now. I've counted the outrageous moments in this show. Now, not proper outrageous moments, just WWE's put this in and gone... Yeah, it's going to be outrageous. Really? Yeah. What, did they put an actual number? No, they didn't. I, oh, okay. I, I, I counted them. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't remember that. <laughs> Every moment that was like, oh, wow, this is supposed to blow our minds. What, it does. What, what, outrageous. What, how many, outrageous how many are actually in the show? Yes. What, I class is what, WWE class? What, 
I've counted. <laughs> okay. So this is Liam's opinion. My opinion. Um, if you've got any, de- dis- you know, if you like to bet any, Flemmel's opinion. Yes. Um, um, <laughs> if you, if we have disputes, you feel free to point out. I think this. is I'm wrong. going to say four. I think there's four. <laughs> four. Okay. I'm going to go like twelve, man. I'm going to go like well up there. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! I could, I could think of like five. I can think of six on the on the like straight away. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Okay. Like, I can only think of like five things that really stand out as oh this could be considered this like, is edgy yeah e- edgy if, like inverted if you want to yeah. debate any of them feel free yeah, yeah I'll have to okay. debate them so you're wrong the prize of this is at the end of the show you pick an MVP if you get the correct answer to this your MVP is the MVP of the episode do I get to my MVP now at the end of the episode <laughs> oh, okay. think, yeah, then we'll, we'll complete the challenge okay if you get it wrong I guess mine goes in. My, my, my MVP goes in our Hall of Fame. Oh, we've got a Hall oh, of Fame. Oh, I'm another Hall of Fame. Oh, every, sick. Every episode's going to have a Hall of Fame. Mine's, mine was going to be ridiculous. <laughs> you're going to feel like the worst person. <laughs> you can have, like, the best of the worst and you're a little Mine's going to be like the guy in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> the guy with the glasses over there. The guy who was chanting, go to hell to the flying nuns. Okay. Oh, right. yeah, he did. <laughs> Vince McMahon and Sonny are hosting tonight. Ugh. There's the sex appeal. Yeah. Vince McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they announced that they will begin with a controversial match, an unfathomable mixed tag match. Two men versus two oh, women. Oh, God. Honestly, right? When they said a mixed tag match at the beginning, I was thinking, what's well, so this going to be a man and a woman versus a man and a woman? Which, which is standard mixed tag. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that loads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And well, then no. when they came out, I was like, Actually, to be fair, the whole show I was waiting. I figured, when's this mixed tag match going to happen? And it never happened. <laughs> straight away. <laughs> because it's not mixed tag. I was so it's surprised. Always, you know, straight away. It's always fun when a man punches a woman in the face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's to women. Yeah. Outrage. Speaking of outrage. This is an outrage. This is outrage number one. Yeah, I I, I was going to say that would be the first one. Is men oh my god, women. men versus women. Oh. Even though these women have beards and a <laughs> I, oh my god, I didn't consider that. Yeah, that's it. Outrage number one. Only because one. I didn't know it was the mixed tag match. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think it was. It was just a tag match of the flying nuns. Like, like, can men be nuns? No, no, they're monks. Surely okay. aren't they? Okay. Or just pastors or vicars yeah. or. <laughs> So that's outrage moment number one, whoever's keeping count. Uh, yeah, it's Adam versus Eve. How could they get away with this? We don't know. By them not being women. Todd um, Pettengill is here, mostly associated with the new generation era. You might recognise Todd Pettengill. But here he is, he's struggling to adapt to the Attitude Era. He's growing a beard to try and show that he's grown up and he's mature enough for this. Power. Uh, He doesn't last much longer, so don't worry about him. Uh, We are introduced to the women of the match, the Flying Nuns. (laughs) Women. (laughs) Yeah. It was, yeah. Women. Women, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. They're from the Tibetan Order in the Himalayas. (laughs) Really? I missed that. I missed that as well. I don't know that. I was too busy looking at the Goodwins thinking... The Goodwins? Godwins. Godwins. Godwins, yeah. I was was too busy looking at them thinking, wow, the Mario Brothers have let themselves go. I was thinking... They did have the... Yeah, yeah, they did. To be I was looking at the fine thinking, damn, they're some fine-looking ladies. Damn. And then you saw the goatee and you squished everywhere. Oh, yeah. Goatee. Uh, yeah, Sister Angelica and Mother Smucker. <laughs> that was brilliant. Yeah, uh, I, I did laugh out loud when I heard that. That's yeah, that's... I'm concerned that the Godwins, they would sign on for this match. But in the match, the Godwins <laughs> refused to touch him because they yeah, thought they yeah. were women. 
Especially Vin- Phineas, yeah. yeah. He, was, uh, he went to body slam one of them at some point and he like stopped because he was like, I don't want to touch your vagina. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. uh, and then it was like, what? Um, yeah, I'm happy to touch your penis. If you're a man, <laughs> your vagina, no. I'm just no. going to interject and say like, the commentating for this was bloody awful. Really was. I mean... I hate something. Vince was pretty half-eyed on this one. He was. His whole show, and, to be fair. Yeah. And, and, and then they're making, like, they're making several comments about the fact that these women have got, like, leg hair and facial hair and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, yes, we can see this. It's, he's he's it's, making it known to us, you know, that they know. know. Wink, wink. We know they're not really women. Yeah, yeah. On, on it, a, was, a, it was an interesting match. Yeah. It was an interesting match. Well, so I wouldn't go as far as to call it interesting. It was, it was a match. Well, to start <laughs> the seemed, match... It seemed, oh, sorry, carry on. There you go. You go. It, it seemed very stiff. The whole match was very stiff. Yeah, rigid. There was, like, a, not a lot of bumps, a lot, a lot of moves. Yeah. It was, like, punch. We'll, we'll wait a bit. We'll do a little slam, Maybe. We'll do an arm lock. Tag out. And they did that whole thing, the whole cross thing with her arms. Blessing. Yeah. Blessing, blessing that's them. it. Yeah, blessing. They did that about God 40 times. Too much, yeah. And I was like, I didn't get it. I lost No. I lost all interest in that after the, about the 10th time they did it. I'm going to say, like, obviously they're not going to be able, there's no images to this, but like when I was watching this first game, the, the first match, the first thing I noticed was, one, the canvas completely bare. It was, it was like... A really barren kind of set. Yeah, yeah. what was with that? And the lighting was, was cheap, really bad because obviously it's in a nightclub. The lighting was really bad. Oh, the lighting was terrible. It, it, it was. I just found it a very hard. Yeah, one to enjoy. I also, noticed honest. that the ring was like I looked it up. It's ten by ten. It's very small. Very small. It, was, it looked even smaller than WCW's. Yeah, to be it was fair. Tiny. I mean, I know they're in a nightclub, so they probably struggled to get a yeah. bigger yeah. ring in there. But come on, it just looked like. I don't know, it looked like a show you'd go and see for £2 and well, Butlins. Yeah, know. go see your local, you know, and, amateur wrestlers. The ceiling was also very low. One of the flying nuns, I, I forget which one. The, <laughs> the, tall, the tall one. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did a ledge off the top rope. I thought he was going to smash his head on the ceiling at some point. I was like, damn. I wish he had. That, would <laughs> that actually would have been more entertaining, yeah. Todd interviews Hillbilly Jim, who admits to it being an interesting match. Okay. All right, was no. it an interesting match? No. Did, did Todd interview him during the match? During yeah, the match. yeah, yeah. That, match. That, that happened in nearly every match. That yeah, happened. yeah. There was like, and, uh, it was it was know, like a different like a approach. cut a cut to someone outside the ring. And we missed um, loads of spots in the ring. And it was like because what's going we're on? interviewing Hillbilly yeah. Jim, who has no relevance whatsoever. No, I mean I know he's managing the Godwins, but you know he, no one cares about Hillbilly Jim. And just on the Godwins, we've got Henry O. Godwin, Hog. Oh my god! Yeah, I've never, I've never known that. Yeah, I've watched wrestling for twenty five years and I've never known that. <laughs> and you ready for this, Phineas I Godwin, pig. Oh, <laughs> there you go. So they're the Godwins. They're pig farmers, hog farmers. He's hog. a hog farmer. He's a pig farmer. Hog pig. Let's move on from that hog pretty pig. quickly. So Phineas <laughs> is taken aback by the holiness. We get chance of go to hell and holy shit. Yeah, you know what? The holy shit ones at first, I was thinking. Why did they say holy shit? Nothing happened. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's because they're religious. They're aren't religious. They? Oh, holy shit! I get it because they're holy and they're shit. Very <laughs> <laughs> fitting. Uh, the nuns take over in the match with some heelish antics. So they're basically playing a heel. They're uh, stomping, they were, and choking, and yeah. cowering, and like I say, doing the blessing, which Vinius couldn't get his head around. The nuns double team effectively. They hit a lovely uh, team angle move. You know where they lifted. I think it was Phineas. They lifted him. 
So his, his front was on the top rope. They had all of his oh, legs. Oh, yeah, then jumped over, yeah. Frog. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, that I was like that. Shell bedroom Charlie Haas kind of thing, wasn't exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. Brilliant. A scoop slam from Angelica, but Smucker misses a leg drop, and Henry gets Phineas in the ring. What about, what's his name? Brother Love, he came out, didn't he? He come, Yeah, Brother Love came out. He's the reddest man I've ever seen. Yeah, really. Yeah. He's so red. He's the of his love. He's, he's, you know, he's... He loves everyone, doesn't I'm, he? I'm, I vaguely remember him like appearing just occasionally. Yeah, he was nothing. He, he always came out for like a cheap Jim Cornette to me. Yeah, <laughs> well, he's um, he's Bruce Pritchard, you know. Um, yeah. So he was in charge of like talent. He, yeah. He's quite high up in WWE. He was until he left probably a year ago. But yeah, he's really high up in WWE, and here he is on TV with a red face, being brother love. Just why not? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So he came out because he was brother love, and they were the flying nuns. So he was a you know he's a preacher, and they're nuns. Q eye rolling, and yeah, it was awful. Um, so uh, Phineas tangles with Angelica, and by the way, he gets over his inhibitions. He punches the nun in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Finally. Yeah. Before recoiling and refusing to do a scoop slam, which Henry gets in, does the scoop slam, which draws the distraction from the referee. Oh, yeah. Uh, Phineas stumbles over towards the side of the ring. Brother Love hits him with the Book of Love. Oh, that really yeah. flimsy book. That yeah. really flimsy book. That would knock out a 400 pound man. Yes. Yeah. And we get a pinfall. Three count for debutants in 12 minutes 30 debutants, seconds. Debutants, I like that word as well. <laughs> is it really 12 minutes? 12 and a half minutes. God, Brother Love gets a promo. It, it did go for yeah. a long time, that match. It did. It's Brother Love gets a promo about divine, heavenly sent bodies, virginal bodies, never being touched by human hands except their own. But it was just yeah, in a match. That was a, yeah, they just I, got touched that, by men in a match. So. I was going to say, is that not. Slightly edgy thing number two, then. No, no, I'm not calling that edgy. Calling them virginal bodies. Is that edgy? A virgin I don't know about the ending. <laughs> touching edgy virgin. How <laughs> many edgy virgins do you know? <laughs> to me, that sounds like he's talking about them wanking. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. that's I why mean, I said it. No, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's yeah. edgy because touching Maybe. themselves, you know, I thought. Mm, I haven't counted it. I hadn't really thought about it until are you, now. Are you challenging that as an edgy moment, an outrage? <sighs> no, because then I'd have to have another one. Okay. Next one. Right. <laughs> so you're playing the numbers game. Yeah, playing numbers game. Yeah, it's not edgy. No, but it should be. It should it be should for be your for your score. <laughs> yeah, well, if they're actually women, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. It might be edgy. <laughs> if they're actual nuns, then possibly yeah, edgy. Good point. But they were just men. The camp. Yeah, they're not wanking. They're like fapping. <laughs> What's that hand movement you was doing? <laughs> Liam is doing a little claw with his hand, by the way. <laughs> that's, a woman's, that's a woman's fap. Um, he, he immediately renames them the Sisters of Love. So they've been the flying nuns for one match and they've changed already. I know, that was mad. Crazy, I don't know why. There's no point to it. Uh, let's see how long this lasts. Oh, last God, I'm excited for this. You ready for this? Next week, they are scheduled for a match and they do not appear. There is, this, is this also on uh, Shotgun? This is also on Shotgun. Okay. They are replaced by another tag team. It looks like the powers that be had their heads banged together. Oh, my God. Uh, they're headbangers. They're the headbangers. They're the headbangers. They're the flying nuns of the headbangers. That's, Mosh and Thrasher. That's Mosh and Thrasher. Yeah. I thought I recognised one of them. There you go. Because Thrasher, is Thrasher the skinny one, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I always thought he looked like Just Incredible. So I was <laughs> thinking, does, yeah. I was like, is that Just Incredible? Yeah. Obviously, I think Just Incredible was too young back then. He was, he was Aldo Montoya at this point, I think he oh was. Oh my God. Yeah, still lingering. So it was the yeah. Headbangers. Yeah. They won a championship, didn't they, tag teams? Yeah, won tag team titles that year. So they rose up the tag team division fairly quickly. I, I hated them. 
I hated the Headbangers. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Like, there's that 1997 period of Raw. Yeah. And it was the same shit every week. It was the Headbangers against the Nation or Headbangers against yeah. the Godwins. It was yeah. just like, ugh. Hate headbangers. Yeah, they had so many like um, gangs and groups that there was limited tag teams. Like say headbangers or the Godwins or LOD. Oh. There was not much else going on. It was just and the headbangers were so they were so nineties. <laughs> they were just so look at this nineties. Yeah, they like rock music. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're nineties. <laughs> they're grungers. They like moshing and thrashing. Oh, <laughs> oh I like that. Yeah, yeah, did that. I like that, Lou. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> So you think you can hang and bang, do you? <laughs> this should be a lot of fun. <laughs> wow, I know that one will hurt. <laughs> Next, we are in the VIP area. Rocky Maivi is there. <laughs> Reaching the pinnacle of his career. He's never going to get any further than this, is he? He was, he was on screen for what? The whole of five seconds. Yeah, and yeah. We, did we see him again? I don't think we he, saw him again. But he, he still got a mention. Yeah. yeah so he got five minutes, was it? It was weird though because he, uh, Vince mentioned he was in the VIP area. To, yeah, uh, Sonny was it to try and make um, like it's an exclusive nightclub, not like anybody could get in. He wasn't part of the nation at this point, was he, Rock? No, no, he was still a uh, babyface, still just pre-die yeah. Rocky die chance. <laughs> he was not long from becoming Intercontinental Champion, actually. Yeah, um, I think he'd win it within the next few weeks. But yeah, here he just doesn't do anything. He's just sat there. Uh, he's joined by Goldust and Marlena in the VIP area, who are interrupted by Bob Backlund. Screaming. 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 Wow. Accuses, what a uh, Shocker. Accuses Marlena of not being beauty, but just exposure. What oh. the freaking hell is he talking about? <laughs> well, to, to, in, in his defence, turns out he's right. Oh. Spoiler. Oh. Um. Back in 1997, Marlena was almost what's the name? What's, what's her name? Ma- uh, Terry Runnels. Terry Runnels, that's it, yeah. Yeah, Goldust's real life wife at the time, they'd split up. Not too long after this. Huh. Uh, yeah, More so about her later anyway, so... <laughs> Bob Backlund is a stuffy old man. Just, that's all I've got to say on that. That's all he's playing, isn't he? He's just yeah, this guy. He's, oh, yeah, young he's, kids, you uh, are enjoying he's, this. He's playing like the grumpy old man, isn't he? Yeah. And we also have a midget dancing on the table. More on him later. We did, didn't we? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dancing on the table in the VIP yeah. area. Um, <laughs> kind of reminds me of... Uh, I heard a story about Freddie Mercury. Oh, was, this is going to be good. He used to throw... Oh, dear. <laughs> he used to throw parties... And he'd have all his celebrity friends around, and obviously he'd be doing lots of drugs and whatnot. Yeah. He'd, he would hire midgets to walk around with bowls of cocaine on their head. Oh and uh, yeah, just midgets walking around. Now that cocaine. is a party. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, that's, so, that's cool, that is. They just keep walking around going, line anybody? And yeah, they do a line off of midgets. That's head. like the best party I've ever heard of. It's Freddie Mercury for you. Damn. <laughs> well, that. Skin Were they naked? Yeah. 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 Were they naked as well? So what you're trying to tell me is that Freddie Mercury was more hardcore than the WWF has ever been. Yeah, but <laughs> he died of AIDS, so... <laughs> he died of AIDS! That is the most... That is the most... Isn't that the most hardcore way to go? <laughs> no, no it's not, no. Yeah, but no. snoring cocaine out of a naked midget's head. <laughs> that that is, pretty cool. That is cool, Out yeah. of a naked midget's head. That would be interesting, on top of. Credit mm-hmm. for that. <laughs> um, so, the match begins. We have Goldust versus the Sultan. Anyone know who the Sultan you is? You know what I didn't notice about this? They didn't have any intros. No, they were just yeah, yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. So, Goldust went from the VIP area straight into the ring. Mm. No fanfare, no nothing. Uh, do it, you know, it was a really poor transition, actually, from him being in the VIP area to just him yeah, in the ring. Yeah, he just in the ring. There was like, you, you, 
you thought there would have been like, oh, there's going to be a fight. He has an argument, so they run into the ring and decide. Yeah, you know, but that would have been a good that idea. Would, that would have been a good. That would have been actually a really good idea. Well, it was just saying, one match. second yeah. he's there, the next second he's in there, and it's okay. Do you know who the Sultan is? Uh, um, yeah, but I can't remember. A wrestler. Who is he? That's correct. Rikishi. No. Sod off. He is Rikishi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to sustain my disbelief. No. In between being head shrinker Fatu, yeah. and then he became like a clean up the streets hip hop Rik- yeah, Fatu. But he's not from the Middle East. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. He's a Samoan, but. He's, yeah. He's, he's cousin to the rock. He fooled you both. Yeah. The Sultan is Rikishi. Complete, completely duped. I like the Sultan gimmick. I liked it. He had the curly boots. He had that. He got really fat. Yeah, he was very fat. He lost loads of weight when he came Rikishi. He had the uh, he had the Tong Po haircut as he well. He did, yeah. Right? The kickboxer. I love that. Like, I don't know. If, yeah, but I don't know if that was real. No, probably not. He might have attached to that mask. Oh yeah, I didn't think of that. Yeah, that's that's, ruined, that's ruined in wrestling now. Yeah, <laughs> fuck the Sultan. <laughs> 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 I like the gimmick of him. He. Um, he doesn't talk. He never does a promo because he had his tongue cut out when he was a child in the Middle East, wherever it is from, Arabia. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so that was the gimmick. Those dumb Arabians. Unspecified his stuff. Yes. He was trained by the Iron Sheik. No, he wasn't. Better face lie. He drops his head and Goldust gives him an uppercut. Gets a two count and into a sleeper hold, which the ref keeps slapping the Sultan's boobs. Did you notice that? What's your reason for this? Fight, I didn't notice he was slapping the boobs. <laughs> Wake up, Sultan. No, it's just an image of the match, just the two mid carders. Let's have a match. And the Sultan was heading towards a WrestleMania match with the Rock. He was, yeah. Title, he so was, yeah. He was on his way up and Goldust is quite high up in the mid-card at this point. Yeah. Goldust is incredible. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's brilliant. He's, 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 a, he's, he's a brilliant wrestler and he still is. Yeah. Loved, still I is love Goldust. In great shape at his age now. Yeah. Bob Backlund is back on the microphone with Todd Pengill. Mm. And he can't hear with his glasses on. That was a strange line. Oh, yeah, that was... Well, this, 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 this is... This I think that, that was mentioned as well by... Was it Vince? Yeah, they did that, point that was out a really what's he talking about. This is another thing about them cutting away to interviews in, while the match is happening because we we missed a spot in the ring and I know we did because I yeah. heard a slam yeah. and then the Sultan was on the floor and I was like, what happened? What? Yeah, what, what did we what, miss? What did Goldust just do to him? Well, we don't know because we was watching Bob Backlund just shout and then he said, but then he started talking really normally. Yeah, like his normal voice, like he. It's like, what? Yeah. I was so confused. One or the other. What's your problem? <laughs> but we get some uh, Let's Go Dustin chants. So the uh, ECW fans who also chanted ECW during this match. Yeah. And BWO, the Blue World Order, who were like super popular oh, in God, ECW. The BWO. Oh, Jesus Christ. Blue Meanie, so Stevie Richards and... Nova. Nova. Vince calls Bob Keep Backlund in. a pervert. And Sonny attests to this by accusing him of checking her out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. forgot about that. She hates the old man pervy thing. He said, yeah, he said that he was like leching on her and that. She, yeah. she slept with Vince. She slept with Vince. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely slept with Vince. Uh, slander, sorry, we apologise. <laughs> so was Vince. Uh, Goldust hits a rear view, which is a uh, like a bum to the face. You know, he whips yeah, the rope. And, I like that move. Yeah, it's different. What's the name does? That, uh, Naomi or Na- Cameron, I don't know which one's which. <laughs> That's Naomi, yeah. Naomi. That's her like, finisher, I think. Yeah, the rear view. It's, yeah, it's a good move. Uh, he misses an elbow for the Sultan to hit him with a headbutt and a two count and they go to the outside. Um, oh, yeah. Sultan gets a chair. Sultan gets a chair. Doesn't hit him. No. Referee, <laughs> <laughs> referee takes it off him. <laughs> it's 
So yeah, nothing. Then we have a bit of a slugfest. They get back in the ring. And uh, Sully, as I've written down here, I thought I'd give him a nickname because I quite like him. Sully? Sully. 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 All right. Uh, He throws himself shoulder first into the ring post and Goldust does a body rub whilst doing the ten punches on the top row. I always like Goldust's body rubs. I remember this, this is the thing I remember, because the the crowd were chanting, obviously, one to ten. Yeah. Goldust stopped at like eight. And then the crowd started chanting, we can't count. <laughs> I missed that. I was well into that. I was well into that. Goldust hits a clothesline, which Sutton sells like an absolute boss. He does. Oh, he he does, does a flip. You know what? Yeah. I actually, yeah, yeah. I actually remember, I, I, I should have wrote that down, but I remember thinking to but myself. But you wrote nothing down. I wrote nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'm nothing. I'm totally prepared for this. Um, but no, I did remember. Silly, awesome sell. <laughs> yeah, I did. I'm, I'm, I'm meant to remember that was possibly the best sell of the, of was, the evening. It was, was that. It was a proper it was sick so break. good. Yeah. So good. Him and Billy Gunn. I see Billy Gunn do that. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, for guy of Sultan's size. Yeah, it was, it was fat, impressive. Man. You mean fat? <laughs> no, husky fat. <laughs> um. <laughs> Sultan comes back into the match and he hits a Samoan drop and goes for the camel clutch. Uh, what? Oh, oh that, that yeah, would have gave it away. That is Rikishi. He did a Samoan drop. Like, now I know he's Samoan. There you yeah. go. But then he did a camel clutch, Hint, so it confused me. Yeah. So what is it? Is it for Samoan? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it looked like it was all over at that point, didn't it? It looked like it was all over, but Marlena gets on the apron and hey! She gets her boobs out. Yay! Night is wrestling. Edgy. Oh, edgy moment. That's the edgy moment. That's got to be edgy moment number two. Uh, apparently, it's edgy moment number three. <laughs> <laughs> See you this one. Let, let's, let's just have a little slow clap for Liam. Oh, Liam, well done. Did a fuck up. <laughs> Marlena gets her boobs out, and we get to see her back. Yeah, absolutely we didn't brilliant. Anything. No. Do you think she had her boobs out? Uh, what if each other like tape? We've got it here. We've got it down. Well, first of all, uh, this distracts Sultan, who gives up on the camel clutch. Mm. Bob Backlund jumps in, takes his jacket off, covers the Sultan's eyes. Uh, Why didn't yeah. he cover Marlena? Yeah. And then he hampered his, his client, I suppose. Yes. yes. Out the ring for a count-out defeat. Oh, God, yeah. it was a count-out defeat. Yeah, Nine right. minutes, 31 seconds, and we get a count-out because Marlena got her boobs out. Mm. But, yeah, outrage moment number two. Marlena didn't... Didn't, in fact, have her boobs out, so the live crowd didn't get to see anything. Well, they did. They saw everything barring nipple. She had that's some... a good part. Well, she had some... <laughs> yeah. I read this, and uh, he said that she was wearing pasties. Yeah. I didn't know what pasties There's were. The little, nipple, pasties. little nipple covers. Nipple oh, stickers. Right. So I typed it in on Google, and it brought up uh, a whole array of pasties. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's what she had on her nipples, two Cornish pasties. <laughs> Goldust lifts up, uh, lifts up her straps and covers her up, and he gets a round of booze, of course. Also, there's, boobs a, away. there's an issue with this. Yeah. So it was a cow victory. Why didn't the Sultan win? Because Bob Backlund technically assaulted him by putting a cover on his head. So the Sultan, yeah. Sultan should have won by disqualification. Technically, that is a DQ victory. Even and, and then also Bob Backlund did a little cheeky punch on Goldust as he walked past him. <laughs> <I missed> that. <laughs> They're like he just punched him and then ran out the ring. <laughs> 
We're back in the VIP area. Marlena is waxing gold dust and he's crawling on all fours, frolicking. Uh, waxing, what? Spanking yeah. him. Oh, right. I was like, yeah. when, when did that happen? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> car wax. Spanking his bum. And yeah, he's on all yeah, fours. He's frolicking. So, weird. Sonny is adamant she's the queen of the WWF. And yeah. next week she has a special surprise for us. No, oh, she does. That video is on I know, number three. Basically, she says, if Pam Anderson can do it, so can she, which completely dates this episode. Yeah. Oh, so she's, she's hinting she's made a sex tape. Exactly. No, no, she actually flat out says it later on. Later on. Oh, she does, does she? Yeah. yeah. We will get a sex tape next week. I'm going to say we don't. Of Sonny doing the wild thing. <laughs> I'm going to say we don't. Well, Just to find out. Well, I'm pretty sure I've already Googled that kind of stuff before. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure no Sonny sex tapes ever appeared. They have now. Oh, yeah, they have she's, now. Yeah, she's in porn now, isn't she? Yeah, she's right mess. She doesn't look so good. No, no she's, she's, old she's old. She's old now. Uh, yep, so sex tape next week. Tune in for that. Oh, yeah. Hooked. <laughs> so that's that's number three, yeah? This is an outrage! Outrageous moment uh, number three. Yeah. Is it? I'm doing terrible at this. Yeah. You are, yeah. Because yeah. we've missed two at least. Because the the whole no. um, touching yourself thing and the midget on the table, I should would be classed as edgy. I don't I know. Suppose. Not you know, outrageous, but definitely edgy. Yeah, this is outrageous moments. Okay. Well, not, not edgy moments. Is this yeah. Joker? Uh, <laughs> it's about edgy. Sorry, I'm still getting the MVP. Here, so. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> we're at three edgy moments as it stands. No, we're at three outrageous moments as it well stands. Well done. Well done. We have a bargain bin version of the Nation of Domination, which basically is no Farouk. Yeah, I bought this as well. Yeah. Uh, all I recognise was D'Lo. Yeah, D'Lo was in there. Although he was unnamed, he didn't have a name at this point. It was just... Yeah, I thought this was weird when Vince was like, oh, he's going to tap by someone from the Nation of Domination. I was like, it's D'Lo Brown. Yeah. It's clearly D'Lo Brown. It is, but he just didn't have a name at this point. It was just an unnamed guy. Uh, they're all ineffective people, they're just hangers-on that were there just to yeah. make up numbers for the Nation of Domination. The upside is that we have an actual storyline here. Ahmed Johnson has had a lot of trouble with the Nation of he Domination. Has, yeah. He's just come back from an injury, haven't he? Come back from an injury, which uh, Farouk was credited with. So this is a continuation, the only continuation of any storyline that we're going to see tonight. Yeah, but did Farouk legit injury him, or was that just like kayfabe? Kayfabe. Oh, okay. He had some kind of kidney problem. He had to have like surgery on his mm. kidney. I don't know what was done. Never read into it because I don't like Armour Johnson. <laughs> uh, basically. Not biased much at all. No, sorry, no. sorry Armour, if you listen to this, you know. Wait till I get to the, uh... Is he alive? Yeah, he's still alive, I think. Oh, right. I think he is. <laughs> so, now it's, so now, not only have you just like said you don't even like him, you don't even care enough to know whether or not he's alive. Uh, I hope he's not listening be. to this. Could be. <laughs> I, bet I bet he's fat now. I bet, you know, as soon as he's muscle men, stop maintaining the body. You think he's still black? <laughs> Crush attacks Armour Johnson but he reversed into a scoop slam we get a chance of Jailbird oh yeah Crush, Crush oh. was in jail wasn't he who was he a part of he was in a team wasn't he at he some was point. part of Demolition Demolition that's it yeah. then he went out on his own and then he turned heel he was teaming with Yokozuna then he got arrested for steroids and I think possessing a firearm what so he was legit arrested yeah oh wow I didn't know that I don't think he spent any time in jail but he was he, oh, I, thought, I thought it was like just like a kayfabe thing I thought no, it was just like oh he was and that's when he came back obviously perfect time to bring someone back when they got you know drug possession charges hanging over their head <laughs> and we got jailbird chance it was plenty to storyline 
Ahmed Johnson launches himself over the top rope to clothesline crush. Outrageous moment. Are you classing that as an outrageous moment? I class that as an outrageous moment solely on the fact it was so underwhelming. And (laughs) Sonny said on commentary, I've never seen him do anything like this before. Of course you haven't. <laughs> when is he ever in that situation to do that? <laughs> to jump <laughs> over the rope? <laughs> and she's like... It's, it's just... It was almost... Well, it was a little bit impressive for him to manage to leap. Oh, I thought he was going to die. I thought he was straight up going to die. <laughs> yeah, well, that was that was his coming back in. So, we obviously, clothesline Crush over the top. Oh, Throw yeah, himself yeah. over as well. Then, when Crush got back in, he ran and leapt over the rope and... Hit him with, I don't know what he hit him with. Was it like a shoulder block? It was like a clothesline, but a very, yeah. a very weakly hit shoulder was, yeah, clothesline. Didn't look, I think all his effort had been in getting over the top. Yeah, it was, was very athletic. It was impressive. It was, it was. But it did not look good as a move. I'd class that as an outrageous moment. I, you would, I would not. And with Ollie on this one, I'm sorry. It's, it's not outrageous. It's all right. pretty tame. It was uh, stupid. How many did you say? 12? No, you said... I, I said 12. No, you said... Oh, I said like five. You said five. I said five. You said you said you could name at least six. I can name six, but I was, I was went for 12. Went for 12. Okay, we'll see. We'll have an argument. If it's end. six, I'm saying it to a six. <laughs> <laughs> Crush low blows Ahmed Johnson. Yeah. And takes over the match. So, classic low blow. No. Ahmed Johnson low blow Crush. Later on. I think it's one of the things where you can't have... It's like Han Solo shooting first. Yeah. You couldn't have Amma Johnson like low-blowing... Because he's the face, first. isn't he? Yeah. Exactly. Clarence Mason gets a promo mid-match, of course. Oh, God. Who was that guy? He was a lawyer. He was brought in to be a lawyer for... In fact, he only got brought in to get the tag team titles back from Diesel and Shawn Michaels and get them to Owen Hart and British Bulldog. No, sorry, Owen Hart and Yokozuna. There was some controversial ending to the match where... All right. Shawn and Diesel won the match, but British Bulldog... Was subbing for Owen Hart. Owen Hart runs in mid mid match and gets pinned. Clarence Mason came in just to basically nullify that that match, which was on pay per view by the way. So, yay! The whole main event of the pay per view. Ah, forget about it. The next night, titles are back with Owen and, and Yokozuna. To be fair, though, Shawn Michaels and Diesel's tag team run was pretty ridiculously bad. Yeah. Did they? How many times did they defend it? Twice, maybe. I I don't remember. I know they the first title run ended where Shawn Michaels. And, no, and Diesel had a fallout and they just gave up defending the title yeah. and it was vacant. And then that one where they uh, won the title and then it was taken off the next night. So they never even defended it then. It was mad. It was, yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, outrageous. I only vaguely remember that tag team. <laughs> mm, dudes with Attitude. Oh, didn't, God. Uh, didn't he... Dudes with Attitude. Didn't Shawn Michaels accidentally switch in music Diesel once? Twice. A, that's where tag, they That's where, that's they where they the That's when they fell out, wasn't it? I remember that. Yeah, they were tag champs at the time. I think it happened at SummerSlam that it happened yeah, again in Survivor Series. I remember that one. Yeah, and, I, I definitely yeah. remember that. Anyway, Crush <laughs> has been misused and abused and often confused, but now he's being guided. Words of oh, Clarence man. Mason. Uh, there's a new day here. I know, I thought that as well. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, that's nice. New day rocks. I'm like, <laughs> splice him some new day. <laughs> we like the new day. Because new day rocks, new day rocks, new day rocks. Uh, there's a new movement called the Nation of Domination, and they're taking over. Which weren't really taking over here because there was no Farouk. It was just yeah, without Farouk, you nobody. You're nothing. You're just a bunch of jobbers, basically. <laughs> yeah. The aim of the night is for Crush to soften up Farouk's opponent at the Royal Rumble. Ahmed Johnson. Oh God. A belly to belly and a full Nelson by Crush is halted by the equalising low blow. So Armour Johnson gets well, one back. All I remember is Sonny 
calling it really weirdly. She's like, oh, that was a low blow? Like, she was, like, confused if she should say it or not. Yeah. Like, maybe, maybe because he was a baby face. Yeah. Do I call this as a low blow? Yeah, it, was dead, it seemed dead weird. Yeah. There's an inexperience. She's not a commentator. She's just there for eye candy, basically. She yeah. didn't actually know the job. No. Vince claims that he breaks the full Nelson with ease, which is kind of true, but he just low blow crushed, so it's yeah. not making out like he's powered his way out yeah, of this full he, Nelson. He kicked the guy in a dick. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's how he got out of it. An almost Booker T-style scissor kick from Ahmed what, Johnson. that he missed? He missed, it was terrible. Like, he blatantly missed. And I don't know whose follow was. I don't think it was Ahmed's. I think it was no, Crush's. He sort of moved. He moved out of the way too much, yeah. Take the move. It was a rip-off of Booker T, just like Ahmed Johnson would become a rip-off of Booker T in WCW. When Harlem Heat split up, Booker T had left, and he was replaced by Big T, who was Ahmed Johnson. I did not know oh, that. There you go. I did not know that. So there you go. There's a link. Harlem Heat 2000. Terrible. Oh. He attempts a pearl of a plunge, and D'Lo Brown attacks him, causing a disqualification. Four minutes and one second. Thank God. But then fairly sure there is some afters. There is a lot of afters. A yeah. lot of afters. Yeah, D'Lo's not referred to by name, like you said earlier. So annoying. It's just a Nation of Domination <laughs> member. He takes a spine buster from Ahmed Johnson. Ugh. <laughs> Crush saves him from a pearl of a plunge, so paying it back, and they end up brawling for uh, seems like ages. Yeah, the yeah. Brawl, they're, they're kind oh. of brawling all the way from the ring like all the way round back through the back door out onto the street and then like that's a little bit well before that happens we have the full roster comes oh, to save Ahmed Johnson yeah. oh yeah full roster of Goldust and the Godwins, Godwins. <laughs> yeah that was it my point is Rocky Maivia yeah, was, was in the VIP about? area oh yeah why didn't Rock jump in he didn't know he was a good guy actually, back then actually he was in the, just in the VIP area just watching taking it all in he's like <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm getting paid for this. <laughs> so, yeah, he didn't help out. Then they brawl to the outside, get on top of a car, because why not? Because it's edgy. Then suddenly was like, Outrageous. is that my car? Like, that, yeah. You know if it's your car or not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you drive a Honda. <laughs> no, I drive a Honda. <laughs> yeah, on top of the car, and Ahmed Johnson hits D'Lo with a Pearl River Pulp. That nearly killed him. It was awful, wasn't it? It was, it was ab- so bad. He, he, he barely, barely made uh, it. He spent ages upside down, didn't he? It mm. looked like he was just and going to go ahead first. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like more like a pile driver. Yeah. yeah. And, just, and he ridiculous. just managed to pull it into the plunge yeah. just at the last See, second. Dino's really a big bad. guy. Mm, Dino's a big guy. Yeah, but it was still... it was. It, it wasn't very well executed at all. It was dangerous. But like, I am going to put that... That was my one of my um, outrageous moments. Because... You are, you, he is like slamming someone on top of a car. This is an outrage! Outrage moment number, I've got four here, I think it's three. In, in, yeah, in I, I, think that, I think the chair shot is also, also is classed as an outrageous moment on Ahmed Johnson. Which chair shot? He got, oh come on, he got, oh, he got, he got yeah. smashed in the face with a chair and then got up straight away. He did. He didn't sell it. I can't remember. He did, he yeah, super yeah, big. He yeah. didn't sell it. Oh, he didn't sell it. No, he, he sort of. That's when. That's when the roster came in. Yeah, oh, they, they, they I, I was actually with. wondering yeah. whether or not oh, they showed the chair you. shot, and they did. Yeah. Oh, they have to edgy. Yeah, it's nice. it's, it's, no, 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 that's what I was thinking because I thought, well, if it's going to be edgy, are they going to show the full-on chair shot to the face? Was, and they did. And they did. There was and something I noticed. Up, so it was like pointless. There was something I noticed. That really, this is, I noticed it then, but I realised it really annoyed me. Every time they fought on the outside, especially on the right-hand side of the ring, yeah. Vince and Sonny kept looking at the monitors. And it's like, they're right there. Yeah. Just, just move your heads and look right there. <laughs> Stop easy. looking at the monitors. Yeah, it's easy to see the actual... Because at some point, Vince was like, oh, they're right there. It's like, yeah, they're against the They've been there all night. <laughs> let, let us into a little secret. Do the com- do, is it them two commentating for the whole of the six... 
I don't know. I, never I don't know either. I know the I are back not. for the next episode, oh. but sorry. B- Vince is a good commentator. Yeah, but, uh, but, but not on this. No. Yeah, he's, he's, he's all right. I yeah. Mean, yeah, he does a good job. He knows what he's doing. That's yeah. the main thing. He well, knows, he, knows, he, knows, he knows everything because he's it's his exactly. company. Yeah, it's the, the stories that he wants he to is put the out. WWE. Yeah. He can feed all these lines out because he knows what the story is. Mm. And whereas Sonny doesn't, she's just there going, uh, "Do I say that? Do I not?" Yeah, it's sounded terrible. Shit. Speaking of sounding terrible. <laughs> Let's end this segment. <laughs> nice. And then he says move. She says no. He says move. She says no. Bitch move. She move. And then he looks at the cabinet. He walks to the cabinet. He close to the cabinet. Now he's opening the cabinet. Now pause the movie because what I'm about to say to y'all is so damn twisted. Not only Let's have a vote on this first. Are we calling them midgets? Call whatever you want. Or minis? Call them whatever you want, Lou. I'm voting for midget. I'm quite happily saying. about what you vote for? It was the political correct term. Let's just say this is the uh, the shortest matchup on the. Oh, oh here we go. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ. In, in fact, it was two minutes longer than the last match, so. What a joke. Uh, <laughs> so, the Mexican mini Sagrada. Mascarita Sagrada Jr. is his full name, would become better known as Max Mini. What? He became Max Mini. He became Max Mini? He did. That is Max Mini, more famous for, he wrestled at Bad Blood 97 and Royal Rumble 98. So wow. Both from Mexico. Two pay-per-views. <laughs> <laughs> Both from Mexico. <laughs> At this time, uh, WWE had started a working agreement with AAA, which is Mexican promotion, to counter WCW. We're bringing all these cruiserweights and all these popular high flyers. WWE was trying to do the same thing. By bringing minis. By bringing dwarfs. Well, they brought in midgets. <laughs> Yeah. And they did bring in some bigger, um, actual full-size wrestlers. Full-size. <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> and um, I've got a list here, actually. I'm going to bring it out because I believe Mascarita Sagrada was the most famous of the lot as Max Mini. I love Max Mini. Probably. He was he was legit cool. He was. Are we just going to say this was his debut match, wasn't it? This was his debut in WWF. A lot of uh, these... Triple A guys debuted around this time. A lot of were at the Royal Rumble, which was the same month. I'm just going to run through it. All yeah, these. I mean, he debuted on this really little known, little <laughs> yeah, shotgun thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so we've got Cibernetico. Anyone heard of him? Uh, no. Along with Pierrot Junior, they antagonized. And do Pierrot Junior? Yeah, I remember him. They antagonized Owen and Bulldog in your house. It's time. Oh God. Yeah, and they also beat the New Rockers in a match that was supposed <laughs> to be building towards them getting a tag title shot. Never materialized. That's all they ever did. Who was in the New Rockers? Uh, My Janetti, obviously. And Heath Cassidy. Yeah, okay. Snow. Uh, Latin lover. <laughs> <laughs> Head of Latin wow. Lover. No. Barring the Royal Rumble, he never Did made nothing. an appearance. He only ever faced other AAA guys. El Kanek. Uh, yeah, I think so. I'll give you a bonus points if you can tell me what these uh, what these translate to. What does El Kanek translate to? Little wrestler. <laughs> oh, El, the. The? The. What's Kanek? Dwarf. <laughs> he, was a, he was a normal-sized man. He was a normal-sized man. Oh, okay. High flyer or something like the, that. The, the jump. The ball. No. Give up? Yeah, go on then. It is the Kanek. 
El Kanek is the Kanek. I don't know what Kanek is. Uh, yeah, he was part of a six-man tag on the free-for-all at Royal Rumble, and that was it. Never appeared again. Wait, what? 1998 Royal Rumble? 97. Oh, I don't know that one. So, so all these um, people coming in to try and equalise with WCW made... One appearance. One appearance. Some men have a handful. We've, <laughs> we've got Abismo Negro. What does that translate to? <laughs> Abismo. Um, yeah, a terrible... <laughs> N-word, yeah. <laughs> 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 terrible plan. Abismo <laughs> Negro. That's brilliant. That's a brilliant name. That's a brilliant name. <laughs> I... I even when I wrote this, I did not expect this. I didn't even see that coming. What, what does that mean? It means it means black abyss. So, yeah, yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> the abyssal negro. <laughs> Brilliant! That's the best wrestling name I've ever heard. <laughs> we've got oh. uh, we've got Hector Gaza. A Hector, that's who, a name. He won a match against T.L. Hopper, who was a wrestling plumber. <laughs> of course he was. Of course he was. Why won't he? Pero Aguayo. Mm. Fuerza Guerrera. He was in a six-man tag at the Royal Rumble, and that was it. Is, a little, is he a midget or the normal dude? Normal size. I think, I, think, I think it's safe to say, I think nearly all, all these. these are normal size people. I'll right. get, yeah. As in, a few not of got dwarfism. Okay. <laughs> Heavy metal. All right, yeah. He had a dark match at the Royal Rumble pay-per-view, so he wasn't even seen, but that was all he did. Jerry Estrada only appeared in the Royal Rumble six-man tag. Pentagon, he appeared in the six-man tag on Raw. Next up, we have Optagon, wrestled a dark match at the Royal Rumble and one match on Raw. Ooh, really? Who was that that against? Do you know? No idea. uh, Oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) Hysteria, which can you translate that? Is it hysteria? It's hysteria. (laughs) (laughs) He only competed against other AAA guys, uh, and he wrestled against some midgets as well, so just because. Uh, He did go on to become super crazy. Really? He's super crazy? I love super crazy. So he went on, he did have some success later on. Well, yeah, he won a few titles, I guess. He won Tag Team Champions a few times. Smackdown, part of the Mexicals. Blue Demon (laughs) Jr., Blue Demon Jr. That's a good name. Mm. Uh, Only appeared in a dark match, so he was never seen. What was his dad called? Blue. Blue Demon. Blue. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually trying to think of the answer. Really well. <laughs> we have Tilly Blilas Jr. He only appeared in a dark match. Mm-hmm. Bear in mind, he only ever appeared in a dark match. What does that translate Is to? Is it going to be like bright light or something ridiculous? Is he? Like yeah. Tinny Blast Jr. Tiny Blast Jr. Tiny something. Small. <laughs> small. I can't believe you just looked at it. I was playing the game, I didn't want to cheat. No, fair point. Darkness. So, he's called Darkness and he had a dark match. Uh, Ludzor, which I like the name. Ludzor. He only had one match on Shotgun Saturday Night. So, spoiler alert. Can't wait, can't wait for him. <laughs> Discovery. Discovery. Correct. Wow. Two matches, one on Raw, one on Shotgun. Ooh. Venom. I know Venom. <laughs> Do not, you? Not from Marvel. I, know, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I remember the wrestler. Do you really? I, sort of. He wrestled on Raw and two matches on Shotgun. So. Yeah, I, I seem to two remember. I seem to remember so wrestler. Four more. Mexican matches coming up. Possibly. Now, I'm not sure if these matches were 
before or after the nightclub era. So we're only doing the first six episodes. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't realise it ran on for longer than six episodes. It went on to 1999. Yeah. Oh, wow. (laughs) It was two years. (laughs) Um, Right, El Moscow. I don't know what that translates to. I never found it. The Russian. (laughs) 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 Yes. The Mexican Russian, yeah. (laughs) Sounds dangerous. He had one victory on Raw over Supernova. Really? Yeah. He did appear on Nitro and ECW as well, El Moscow, so he was quite a... A traveller. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, Travelling from Russia to Mexico. Exactly. That's, a, that's, a big, that's a big distance, too. Uh, Supernova. Lost one match against El Moscow, and that was it. Maniaco. Maniac. Well done. <laughs> Only dark match at Royal Rumble. Moscow de la Merced. Only appeared at a dark match. What does de la Merced mean? Uh, this is actually a good one. The death, the murderer, something like that. Nope. De la Mer, de la Mer, del, del, um... I'm, I'm just going to let you say it. Of Mercy. Oh, oh I was going to say that. Uh, so we've got uh, La Paquita, who was a mini. He appeared on the free-for-all. Mini Mankind. Oh, Mini Mankind. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's a Mini Mankind, I remember him. Made a few appearances. He went on to become Tarantula. You remember in the... Uh, like Tarantula. Yeah. Night Night Rumble. Exactly. Uh, mini what, was Vader. that a mini in a Royal Rumble? No, it was a six-month tag match beforehand. It was really oh, good. Right. I was going to say. It was well, well good. <laughs> we got Mini Vader, of course, another mini. We see him shortly. Uh, he became El Torito. Also in the six-man tag match. I go. thought I knew him. Yeah. Yeah. El Torito will be in there. He, oh, he's got to be. In that book. So, uh, yeah, he became that uh, El Torito. Not the one with uh, Fernando and Diego of mm. the Los Matadores. Now, this confused the hell out of me. Minova's real name is Mascarita Sagrada. This guy is Mascarita Sagrada Jr. Mascarita Sagrada Jr. became Max Mini. Mascarita Sagrada became... became... Max, Max Mini Jr. No. He became... <laughs> Mini Nova, who teamed up with Max Mini in the six-man tag matches. That blew my mind, trying well, to figure that out when I was doing research. had the name... Mascarita Sagrada. Right. One was junior, one was senior, but they're not father and son. They just all related to anyway. have the same name, yeah. And that was about it. We had Mil Mascaris, who was a Hall of Famer, who debuted at the uh, Royal Rumble pay-per-view. Other than that, Mascarita Sagrada Jr., but, was the most famous. And we get to see him in his or, first ever match. Yeah, who was your favourite? Because mine has to be the Abysmo Negro. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the names, yes, that is definitely the best one. The Abysmo Negro. Oh my god. <laughs> I just didn't see that coming. Blue one, why did you say was? <laughs> the Abysmo Negro. Oh. What a cool name. <laughs> wow. I was well into that. Back to the action in the ring. Well, well no, they cut them. They have a little scene of someone walk through an airport. Jim Cornette, um, who's the manager of Mini oh, Vader. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, because he, he wouldn't let the Mini Vader go on the air, airplane. That's right. So, yeah, it wasn't an airport. It was a, like oh, a station. station. station yeah, he wouldn't so, let go on the yeah, airplane yeah. because he couldn't get half price. <laughs> <laughs> I find that oh, funny. And, and then Mini and slightly offensive. And then Mini slightly. Vader had to go to the toilet because he didn't go through a toilet the whole time from Mexico to New York. So <laughs> that's quite the, a long drive. It's a yeah. long drive. You know. uh, two days it took him, apparently. Kayfabe. I'm guessing he was hidden in the uh, the luggage pattern. <laughs> putting in somebody's bag on the airport. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure he didn't really... <laughs> That's him. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Okay, we're moving on. Uh, he's acting like a child at the bus station as well, isn't he? He's, yeah, uh, he is. Yeah. He's kid, like, I need to go to the toilet. He's probably older than Jim Cornette at that time. <laughs> probably yeah. is. And Jim Cornette's like, I'm, I'm sick to death of you. <laughs> in, yeah, he needed to pee. And he also we needs to buy... Um, sex aids. Um, <laughs> is that what he said? This is what Jim Cornette said. 
He I, went I, to I buy. I missed that. Yeah, he's more, it was when it, um, the match had started. It was on commentary. Jim oh, Cornette. Probably wasn't paying attention then. He wanted to go to a. He wanted to borrow fifty cents for the family planning machine because he wanted some condominiums. Yes, no, I did. <laughs> condominiums. I did hear that <laughs> line. That's yes. genius. <laughs> condominium because it's, it's a condominium yes, mini. Yes, <laughs> condominium. Yes. That's fucking. I do that's that absolutely genius. I didn't even get that. Condominium. That's, that's brilliant. So good. <laughs> that's off to so Jim Cornette. Yeah, that so was good. that was good. Well done, Jim Cornette. Um, good joke. But before the match starts, we have Todd Pengill in the ring. He gets Sonny into the ring to do some dancing. As Just the he... Macarena, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that was terrible. The Macarena, but he's not the Macarena. It's the Mascarita. Yes. Because he's singing about Mascarita Sagrada. Yeah, he sings. I wish I wrote it down. Not quite a big fanfare for his first. Yeah, Ever. yeah, it was Fine. fairly popular. I think people so just like to encourage everyone, the little guys. Yeah, everyone <laughs> kind of, you can do it as well. Kind of expecting Mini Vader because obviously I think he he was a bit more established at this point. So it's like Vader was Mini yeah. Vader was. He was just oh, here. We go. We have got a wrestler here. We got like a mini version dressed up. Like <laughs> he actually looked loose like Vader. He did. Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, so he does the Macri. I'm probably going to splice in the song because I did not write down the lyrics. Something about being from somewhere you don't drink the water and drink a margarita and all that shite in any event ladies and gentlemen in honor of mascarita sagrada here tonight i thought i'd invite sonny up here in the ring with us go ahead sonny all right i'm going to do not the macarena but the mascarita <laughs> yeah the let's mascarita. have the music you ready sonny's gonna lead us He comes from a place where you shouldn't drink the water Not much taller than my two-year-old daughter He'll bite later, like a gator When he steps into the ring with Minnie Vader He's no widget, he's a midget And his favorite TV show is Gidget He's got the prowess and the quickness of a cheetah Small enough to swallow like a human pocket pita He's getting more attention than Madonna in a Vita He's Masquerita His only preparation is to drink a margarita Mascarita! Hey! Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, so you can dance though. I'll give her credit for that. She done. She did the Macarena. Who can do the Macarena? Can I don't think. Best performance of oh, all night. Oh, maybe you can. I just yeah. did it. Everyone can do the Macarena. <laughs> it's the easiest dance in the world. She did it well. <laughs> she, did, she, she did it better than Sagrada. He couldn't do it, could he? Because he's never heard the song before. He's from Mexico. <laughs> it's not a Mexican it's not song. Mexican. <laughs> it sounds like it should be from Mexico. Oh, Where's he from? Where's it's Spanish, I think. And the Spanish and also it's Mexico. Not, it's all gibberish. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Like the last also, the song's about having a freeway. Is it? Yeah. Todd, Sonny and Mascarita. <laughs> That's what he did condominiums for. (laughs) (laughs) Vader got the condominiums in. Uh, That's the best joke I've ever heard. So, I'm calling it, this is an outrageous moment. (laughs) Yeah, Mitch is in a main event. It was a main event, yeah. Yeah, it was, was, yeah, top of the bill, and it's... How long's it taken for women to get a main event? Yet the minute another twenty years. Exactly, it's a minute. I'm calling it an outrage. Let's be outrageous. Have the midgets made? I, ju- I just thought it was outrageous because it's two midgets fighting. This is an outrage. There you go. <laughs> an outrageous moment. Jim Cornette. He watches his mini man screw everything up. So he goes to get a closer look. He calls a timeout in the middle of the ring. He does do that. Yeah, after like uh, what thirty yeah, seconds of wrestling. Yeah. Sign. Yeah. Tennis racket. He was doing his time. I didn't do that. I'm sure he did the actual yeah, but, time outside. But he did it on the tennis racket. Oh, he had the yeah. racket in hand, yeah. Mm. 
Uh, yeah, so for some reason, call it a timeout. Obviously, you don't get that. Aside from that timeout, though, it was a very good match. Yeah, it was, it was decent. I'm gonna... they, I mean, there was, they, they were in and out of the ring. Over doing the flips and shit. Yeah, they were doing what midgets should do in wrestling. What? Or yeah. not Mexicans in general I, I, do. I'll call it high flying. I mean, what midgets call... should do. Well, I'm going yeah. to call it high flying, but really, even when there was jumping, there was only about as high as exactly. person. Too bad. <laughs> <there. laughs> Mini Vader was fucking good as well. He was. He was, all, he was, he was pretty fucking... Jumpy as well. Oh, for a big did, guy as well. <laughs> and he did a power bomb. It was one of the yeah. best power bombs I've ever seen. Yeah. I must admit, technically, like the moves they were pulling off, they were fantastic. They were. It sounds so patronising. Well done to them. <laughs> yeah, but it was easily the best. best oh yeah. Tonight, for what it's worth. But that's not hard. <laughs> yeah. Masquerita avoids a drop kick and he nails a hurricane runner. Beautiful. Yes, yeah. Beautiful. And a plancher to I, I the can, outside, which is a suicide dive. So Mini Vader is back up, he gets in the ring first. Uh, yeah, why? No idea. We missed that. He, he did something. Yeah, I'm not yeah what happened there. missed it. Uh, he gets back in the ring. We get some lovely Mexican flips. That's all I can say about that. And Masqueria reverses, he's in control again. It's just back and forth. It's really it's, good match. Yeah, it was cool. Very, very it was cool. We get another hurricane runner and a missile drop kick. And a pinfall victory, six minutes and thirty. Seconds. I like that's because the missile drop kick is his signature move. Is it? Mm. How do you know that? I just read it in the book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like I like finishes like that. Well I'm, I'm all for finishes that aren't like oh, it's it's yeah yeah. No, I'm always so a fan of the DDT finisher. You know that was yeah, cool. Some, yeah. Something that you can do and then go straight into a pinfall, and it's not like a big show, not like a. The big my, my, I was gonna say, well, I was gonna say, like a people's elbow. Let's that's be honest, the worst. Elbow drop, the worst. Know, <laughs> it was a terrible finisher. But it was such a big song and dance about it, whereas something like, say, Last Ride, do that, hey, <laughs> done. Yeah, no, it needs something. If you have a signature move, just something that people aren't going to kick out of, for me. Yeah. I don't like people kicking out of finishers. If your finish is the missile drop kick, you hit it, you beat the opponent. Yeah, but what about like yeah. at like pay-per-views? It adds to it. <sighs> Yeah, it does. Yeah, I remember this, Undertaker kicked out of three, no, it took three F5s for him to lose to Brock Lesnar. True, in big moments like that, I agree. But it's, it's but yeah, but happens but, in every okay, What about so, the difference between what you consider like a finishing move and a signature move? Like, the difference between a finisher and a signature? A yeah. finisher and a signature. Like, the rock bottom's considered more a signature move than it is. Mm, is I don't know, he won quite move. a few matches with it. To me, a signature move is something you can build to your Some, finisher. Yeah, but no, a signature move is something more, I think, that's pulled on the fly. Whereas a uh, finishing move is premeditated spectacle. Yeah. Well, you're saying that like you don't like when they kick out finishers. What about Booker T versus Triple H at WrestleMania, where Triple H pedigreed Booker T, waited about a minute and a half before he pinned Booker T, and then Booker T didn't kick out. Yeah, he should have kicked yeah. out. That. Well, he should have been in that position. That was terrible. <laughs> Why Booker T lost that match after being racially abused in the build-up <laughs> for to so it? long? <laughs> That's, that's yeah, calling you people and all that. Well, you can't kick out a pedigree. You can never kick out a pedigree. No. It's just too good. It's too good. <laughs> I do like the pedigree. You, you do like the pedigree. I, I, I liked the pedigree before they had to ruin it, and now he has to let go of their arms. Yeah. I liked when he just smashed the face into the floor. Yeah, yeah. hold the arms up. Uh, Jim Cornette is not happy about this. Oh, God, I've about this bit. Still in. Uh, so uh, he slaps Mini Vader. And challenges Masqueria to put his dukes up, like vaudeville style, really over that, the yeah, top. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, classic duck and push. Mini Vader ducks behind, Masqueria pushes him, and they take his pants off. Yeah. According to Americans, yeah, trousers to us. They take his trousers off. Why though? Just because. Uh, because it's edgy. It's an outrageous moment. This is an outrage! 
Oh, yeah, I, would have, I would not have put that down as an outrageous moment, but it's the okay. big finish to the show. He's got no trousers on, mm. so yeah, as ridiculous as it is, that is an outrageous finish. And he jumps up like he doesn't know they've just took his trousers off. He jumps it's, up and he's yeah. like still wants to fight, and then realizes and runs out. But yeah, so that takes the outrage count to number five. It would have been six if you did this one. I've got six. We're going to have a quick brief through the notes and see where I've missed one. If we can agree <laughs> on it. It's, it's tight. It's either Oliver or Jason based on this. So we'll take a little break and we'll find out. Take a little break. He's going to put a little musical into it. He's going to have to. Put some like elevator music on. Do, 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 do. All in all, the outrageousness is lacking. They, oh, it, was, it wasn't outrageous, was it? No. no. They kind of mocked religion a little bit, which we missed in an outrageous moment earlier on when the flying nuns left St. Patrick's Cathedral. Now, I don't believe they was ever in it because the footage just shows them walking they, they, from the door. They wouldn't let them in it. They would no, not let them in that. No way. But the idea is that they come from St. Patrick's Cathedral, or they actually come from the Himalayas, but whatever. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's taking a... <laughs> Taking a shot of religion. That's an outrageous moment in my book. So the count. I agree. The count is up to six. Of course you're not going (laughs) to. Shut up. (laughs) No more. No more outrageous moments. Outrage count number six. This is an outrage. So Jason. (laughs) To be fair, if that's going to be an outrageous moment, you have got to add in midgets dancing. No, don't listen to this. No, no, no. You still won. No, no, no. no, show on face value you've got mocking religion you've got midgets dancing on tables you've got why is midgets dancing on tables so outrageous because they're in a nightclub and there's a midget in a (laughs) fucking luchador (laughs) outfit dancing on the table I don't know if that's outrageous or it's just fucking mental (laughs) 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 one of the same is it not I would like to see that in a nightclub I'd like to go out and see a midget dressed like a Mexican wrestler I actually saw a midget out in a nightclub once oh tell us about it (laughs) crazy (laughs) Would you would you outraged? Uh, no, I was yeah, impressed. You, you know what? I just, Honestly, they're, they're, I like, they're real people. <laughs> outrage number one: men versus women. Outrage number two: mocking, shooting on religion, mocking religion. Mm. Outrage number three: naked woman. I'm Alina mm. getting her boobs out. Outrage number four is Pearl River plunge on top of the car. Mm-hmm. Outrage number five is sex tape. Sonny's sex tape somewhere in there, and then six will be midgets, and then seven will be deep pants in. You didn't put a sex tape on. Oh. Yeah, cause, well, is it, yeah, well, it, it is. Let's be honest. Is it outrageous? It's sunny. Yeah, <laughs> She's a well. mess. I'm going to mess. I tell you what, I'm going to combine the midgets with Jim Cornette getting his pants off. So that's six in total. All right. Either way, Jason's won. Jason's won. Yeah, sick. So, what was your best moment of the show? Um, the mini match. Mini match. Yeah, Oliver. Hands down. Yeah, it was the mini match. It was it was really good. I can agree to that. It was it was wrestling. Mm. That was actual wrestling. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It, there was no. Well, it's, it's the Mexican wrestlers. That's there was that's no what they silliness. do. Yeah, that's what they do. They're, 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 they're incredible. The good high flyers. Um, what was the low point of the show? Ahmed Johnson. <laughs> I was going to say the rest of it, but uh, <laughs> the whole rest of it. I don't know. The first match was pretty awful. Like mentioned earlier, it was. Really yeah, but you know what? Flying, was, you know what that was. That was. WWF yeah. in the 90s. That's what that was. That, yeah. The, summed it up perfectly. Armour Johnson was just always bad. 
And I never enjoyed watching wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever we see Ahmed Johnson, he's going to be your pretty, worst moment. Pretty much. And we're going to see him a lot tonight. Is... Well, yes. Well, my worst <laughs> moment was uh, Bob Backlund. Oh, actually, Any no, I'll take mine there. back. Yeah, Bob Backlund was, was yeah. awful. He was From horrific. start to finish. That was close. That was a close yeah. one for me. I mean, everything seemed forced. I've managed to forget that, but thanks. There you yeah. go. Bob Backlund, enjoy. Yeah, yeah, everything was forced. It was trying to be ECW in being outrageous and all this violence and sex and everything else and it just wasn't there it was just forced what, what? it was there but it, 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 it was there but it was kind of like it was there in a kind of, kind of token sense Well, because it, it had to be there it had to be there to be edgy and... yeah. well saying I was trying to do something with ECW there was what one chair shot yeah. and one book to the face the thing on the uh, thing on the car, the tiger bomb on the car. Yeah, and that was it. Like, where was the rest of the violence? Where was we saw boobs, but we didn't see boobs. But they were there. We saw a back. Yeah, we saw a pastis. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get to see a pastis. Yeah, so that was my worst moment, Bob Backlund, and the best moment, the Minis. We could all agree on yeah, that. Yeah, Minis was Minis was legit. Brother Love. Brother Love being in the show was completely ridiculous. You I know, hate Brother Love. You're trying to be ECW. Don't put an over the top. Red man. Red man. <laughs> red. He is so red. <laughs> Why put him in the show? There was no need for it. Well, like his face was going to explode. He did, yeah. <laughs> the Flying Nuns were dead on arrival. Completely. This was their only appearance. We will not see him again. They're scheduled to uh, wrestle the next week, as I said, but they don't... They, they do wrestle again, just as the without... Yeah. The gimmick is dead. The gimmick is gone. The Sisters of Love are no work. more. Um, Sonny's sex tape is a desperate attempt to recoup viewers, isn't it? Anyone yeah. that was watching, oh, come see a sex tape well, when, next week. When was Pamela Anderson's sex tape in, re- uh, in regards to this? I think it was fairly close. It, it must have been, been pretty close. It must have been fairly close for, for her to reference it, yeah, for it to be relevant. That, that's, say, why, that's why they're referencing it. Yeah, that's it. it's in the pop culture at the moment, it's so let's, let's talk about it. People are talking to Pam, Pam Anderson, so here comes Sonny's. I'd rather watch Pamela Anderson's. Do you want to, uh, do you want to know what Sonny's sex tape is called? Sunny, it, it's, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> uh, sunny side Brilliant up. show. No. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to tell you. Right. Because Aww. it gives it away. It will give away the sunny. ridiculousness of it. Is it a pun, though? It's got to be a pun on, on her name. It's, it's a pun, but not on her name. Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Bismo Negro strikes again. <laughs> Uh, she's not like on the rocks or something like that she has a crush on Rocky Maivia you think the rock's going to be in the sex tape he would never live that down <laughs> that would get shown on every interview he's ever done exactly. <laughs> so you a sex tape with Sonny you mean like that picture room the handkerchief yeah turtleneck the Sultan is underrated I really love the Sultan I think he's great well it's Rikishi it's Rikishi he's a great wrestler yeah. and I think it's a good gimmick but he just wedged between Fatu and Rikishi. He's like, no one really remembers the Sultan. I, like I didn't the know fact, he was the Sultan. Well, I like the fact that he's being shielded from all the decadence, as Bob Backman calls it. Mm, you know, yeah. covering his eyes from the boobs and he's trying to make it's, out like he hasn't yeah. seen this before. I get it. I get that, what he was trying to do with that. Because he's from the Middle East, he can't see that kind of stuff. He's not exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's good. Yeah. Uh, the Macarena is dumb. Say yes, that was ridiculous. Basically, the show was the shits. Overall, it was... It, it, was, it was bad, but it wasn't like... Bad in the sense that it was unwatchable. It was, it was quite funny bad. It was a show. It was a show. It was a show. That was it. Yeah. There was not much more to say about it. Yeah. We had B-list 
wrestlers, no one big. Yeah. Goldust was, call, I was gonna say, you called Goldust. Goldust was the big. biggest wrestler on the night. Yeah. 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 was in the crowd. He, you know, <laughs> that was two A listers right there. Yeah, he was heading for the Intercontinental title, but nothing like what he would become. Yeah. So, Oliver, who's your nominee for an MVP? Our man B. Mascarilla, because he was just amazing. Oh, do you, do you, do you pick the winner? No. The winner is whoever got the most outrageous moment. Oh, Who was your nominee? The Rock, Rocky Maivia. Straight up <laughs> The Rock. For his five but, 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 but I'm going to say it's Rocky Maivia and not The Rock. Ooh, okay. so, the, so The Rock could technically make an appearance again in the future. In a future episode. But, but right Two, now it's Rocky Maivia. Two-time Hall of Famer. <laughs> Rocky my beer because he was in it for five seconds. Oh, five second count. And I imagine he was in it and then left. <laughs> he just left. Yeah. yeah. Have I been on camera? Yeah. yeah. I'm off now. See you later. See ya. What about uh, yours, my you MVP on? would have been the Sultan. I just liked him. I really liked him. I liked his That's haircut. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you want to marry him as well? That is Grand Hall of Fame right there. <laughs> I like him. You know, Ollie picked a good wrestler. I picked The Rock. And you picked. Oh, I like his hair. <laughs> <laughs> the one who Tom like po. I love Tom Poe everyone loves Tom Poe so how do you win again if we both get it if wrong if you both got it wrong but as you... Oliver went for five so, so you'll always win no <laughs> you've got a world bigger chance of winning yeah yeah you've got the biggest margin I'm like the, I'm like a blackjack dealer you know? <laughs> um, House always wins House apart always from wins. today yeah the first time she got a 100% loss record yeah <laughs> it so Oliver you went for five outrageous moments Jason you went for six I did We've counted six outrageous moments. So, Jason, congratulations. Your nominee is going to the... Rocky Maivia. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> the first entry into the Gems of Wrestling Hall of Fame. What can we call it? We'll come up with a better name than that. Hall of Shame. Ooh, Hall of we'll, Shame. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. So, join us for the next Saturday Night Out for Shotgun, where I'm sure more outrageousness will occur. For this episode, I've been Flemerald. I have been Rusty Pudding, a.k.a. Jason. I've been here. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh, that's, <Worse. laughs> that's an outrageous gem unearthed, and millions more remain buried. Until next time, in the words of Vince McMahon, Cornette's looking for a taxi. <laughs> Cornette's looking for a taxi. <laughs> so long, everybody. <laughs>
Put up. 